3: It was a valiant comeback effort, guys. It was a valiant comeback effort. You know, they were down by as much as 20-something points most of the game. Uh, But you you had a spirited second-half performance won by R.J. Barrett and a fourth quarter to remember for Emmanuel Quickly. Emmanuel Quickly once again showing Tom Thibodeau that he wants to be the guy. He wants to be the point guard to lead this team. Quickly pours in 29 points. Five of eight from downtown, eight of 17 from the field with four dimes. It was quickly's effort in that fourth quarter that, that really sparked us and brought us back into the game and brought us to, to within four points, 95 to 91. But um, a quick five-point burst by the Blazers is is really what, uh, you know, kept us at bay, you know, kept it at a 10-point lead, and, and the Knicks couldn't recover from there. Uh, J.L., what's your postgame thoughts, man?
4: uh listen blazers hit a lot of shots early first half dame went 100 from everywhere <laughs> from free throw line from three-point line from the field um also a little bit too much for payton yeah for, for my liking you know uh, i feel like we should have pulled them a lot, out a lot sooner once dame started cooking we should have put him out a lot sooner and went with iq especially the way he was playing iq was kind of cooking earlier so i, I would like the ref I mean the ref I would like Tom Thibodeau just to make those decisions quicker also to to stay with that theme of making decisions quicker Alec Burks Alec Burks hit a few yeah. in a row um, then he decides to take Alec Burks out took, so, took
3: Alec Burks out right yeah. yeah yeah
4: exactly so I feel like uh, those two decisions affected the game but I do like how the Knicks kind of fought back on the defensive end stopped, the shot stopped hitting in the second half for the Portland Trailblazers and we were able to climb back in this game, especially because of IQ. Did man. a good
3: job trying to keep the ball out of Dame's hands too late late in the game and try to let other guys beat him. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was working and helped him uh, claw back into the game. Ash, what's your post-game thoughts?
5: You know, it's debilitating to play from behind. Yeah, it's, You know, it's hard. It's exhausting. And although, you know, like everyone said, it was a good fight, this wasn't enough. And, you know, that's why rotations are so important. And I think this speaks to Tibbs. Rotations. They're just not the proper ones. They're not the ones that are going to keep us or get us in the game. And I don't understand why Peyton played so many minutes the way he was playing. I don't understand why RJ wasn't more in the game, more involved, especially, you know, in Crunch. Um, There's a lot of things about it that, although we were able to cut it within three, you know, shout out to IQ, 31 points today for a rookie. Very impressive. I mean, he put on the show tonight. It just speaks to a bigger problem. And that is the problem of when are you going to kind of go against the grain of what you want to do in your stubbornness and do what's better for the betterment of this team? And that is using the rotations that work. Um, So for me, that's what I'm looking for in this next game against Utah is going with the rotations that are the most conducive to winning games. And right now Tibbs is just not, you know, utilizing his stubborn, stubborn in his ways. And, you know, this was a winnable game. This really was. It started off not so hot, but in the second half, things were kind of clicking for us, and mm-hmm. it was winnable. It didn't have to
3: be like this. Yeah, definitely winnable. Um, you can certainly question, you know, the amount of time that Rivers got into the game. There, there wasn't uh, much R.J., no R.J. Yeah. at all in the fourth quarter. It looked like, you know, we, we haven't seen the Thibodeau press conferences yet, but it looked like Tibbs was going with matchups here and putting yeah. Rivers on Dame you know we'll see what he says at the at the post game but uh again uh quickly did his best did his best to to keep us in this thing i thought julius all night was was pretty flustered uh, by the zone, and also by canner. You know, give credit to Canner. You know, we used to dog him when he was on this team because he couldn't play defense worth a lick. I thought um, once they got out the zone and, and went one-on-ones, I thought Cannor did a good job of frustrating Julius also on the defensive end, um, forced him into a couple turnovers, a couple travels, and then a couple jump balls, uh, a jump ball at the end, and, and uh, the Knicks couldn't, couldn't convert that either. So, you know, the Blazers did a good job of, um, of closing the deal. Yeah. And, uh, you know, as Ashley said, can't play from behind all game. And this was a, a good three-point shooting team that killed us in the, in the first half, especially. Um, some open shots and some just tough contested shots between Dame and uh, Anthony Simons was killing IQ in that mm-hmm. first half. So N- Knicks were battling most of that, uh, that first half. Defense and energy just wasn't there. But uh, try to turn the tables in the second half. It just They just ran out of
4: time. Yeah, we just ran out of time, man. And then we hit shots today. We started to hit shots. We see 41% from three. Yeah. We st- we started to fight back. But like you said, like, the the coming from behind is never easy. And when you have to exert so much energy to fight for every possession, you kind of almost have to play perfect when you get down 20 points. It's, it's kind of crazy that we've been in this game. Yeah. Because we were down 20 for a very long time. and just kind of pulled together in the last second and changed our defensive strategy. We started trapping Dame at the top. A lot um increased our ball pressure, forced a lot of turnovers, the defense turned to offense, I and mean, you're back in this game, but too little too late for the Knicks, man. Little too little too yeah. late,
5: man. And I mean, and also when you're playing from behind, not only is it debilitating from a standpoint of energy and you're just constantly like JL said, you have to play perfect, but you know, leaving little room for error. As you can see, the officiating has not been great. Not only in yeah. this game, but in multiple games that the Knicks have played, and there's been a lot of questionable calls or lack thereof. So when you are playing from behind, and you're playing from behind at some point, and such a big gap double digit gaps. I mean, you're leaving a lot of it to not only play perfect as a team, but you're leaving a lot of it in the hands for the refs to call a perfect yeah. game. Which, as we see, they are incapable. Nah, I can't do
3: that. You no, know? so, can't do that, man.
5: Yeah, there's a lot of things that you know went wrong, and although it started to click, like you guys said, a little bit too late.
3: Yeah. Uh, absolutely man and and so you you also wish you had a little bit more better contribution from the second unit uh, our guy corner boy kev quiet again tonight only two points zero for three from downtown which has been his forte especially in terms of giving this team a lift in their wins austin rivers continuing to struggle you know we, we're yeah. gonna give him some time but he continues to struggle only one for three only three shot attempts Three points, three dimes, you know, lackluster from Rivers. Again, it was IQ's 31 points. I said 29 before. It was 31 points, four dimes, five of eight from downtown, eight free throw attempts for Emmanuel quickly. Did a yeah. great job really forcing the issue and, and putting that pressure on that Portland defense in the second half, man. Quickly was outstanding and, and nothing short of it.
4: Absolutely, man! I can't wait till this guy is developed for real. Cause yeah, he, there was some because he he ended up with thirty-one points today, ZP, and there were so moments where I'm just like, that's not the right move. Quickly, that yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. just, uh, yeah. like I, I was frustrated in moments, but I'm frustrated in the end up with thirty-one points and almost winning the game, so. I, I like this kid a lot. Yeah. Man. I he just bright And
3: and man. I and I love the fact that um you know Tibbs' adjustment was, was making sure that we got quickly the ball as a shooter, you know, playing him a bit more off ball in the fourth quarter. Um because as as effective as he is, you know, with the ball in his hands, we need that three point shot, bro. We,
4: yeah, we maybe need that's that three point shot. Maybe that's why he was going with all servers as well. Yeah. You know what I mean? Maybe he just felt more comfortable with him being like a a, a dribble, like a on um a playmaker. And maybe a threat to hit a three, even though he hasn't been hitting threes lately. Maybe that's what was his rationale Yeah, man, maybe. Going for maybe, I man.
3: I was take a couple calls to say from a couple people, man. I'll start off Val from Jersey. Val, how you feeling?
6: Good. How are you guys? Um, I want to bring up a point where I agree with Ashley, but then I agree with Gay. after. Mm-hmm. I understand you guys don't like the French dude, but <laughs> you need a defender that's going to preserve RJ and quickly. RJ was in foul trouble, quickly looked like he was getting cooked by the dude with the afro and then by Dame a little bit. Look at our division. KD, Kyrie, Harden, Simmons, Tatum, Jalen Brown went off tonight. We're going to need those wing defenders, our disposable defenders, as I should say. So, yes, if you look at our team, we don't need Frank. But if you look at our competition, we need Frank. We need a defender out there because I don't know if quickly he's going to continue to be a two-way guard. I think eventually he's going to be more offense and a little less defense, kind of like how Kawhi started toning down the defense and focusing on his offense for. We're going to need those wing defenders, whether it's Frank or someone in the draft. And that's my point. Thumbs up, everybody. Appreciate it, bro.
3: Appreciate it.
5: Yeah, I mean, okay, so just to reiterate this one more time, I don't have an issue with Frank. I think he is a defensive help that we can really use and clearly we need. I just, for me, it's, again, going back to his availability, him being able to stay healthy. And if he's not going to be able to do that, maintaining a roster spot for him, regardless of what the possibility of him contributing on the def- the defensive front of the game, doesn't really matter if he's never in the game. And that's my And only- if he's not shooting. Yeah, that's my only argument when it comes to Frank. It's not about his ability or his capability or the ideology of what he could actually contribute it's the fact that he's not able to do it and he's not able to do it consistently for me. That is not enough to maintain currently and continuously keep a roster spot open for him. That's only been my, my argument. If he's able to stay healthy, keep him. Why not? Like, but that's never been the situation at hand. So that's the only thing that I keep stressing.
4: Yeah. I mean, yeah, I always say like health is a big issue for Frank, but I I do feel like he'll have a role if he is healthy. And, um, he just needs more reps, man. He needs more reps. He needs to be available yeah. when his opportunities are there. And he needs to continue to try to get those pain touches up and get those shots up, especially if that's what you've been working on all year. If that's what you're working on. Do it. Do it in the game. Got to you know? get
3: those shots up. It, it's just, mm-hmm. it's, it's going to be whose minutes is he going to take? Obviously, Tibbs is, is going along uh, with Rivers, right? He wants to get Rivers a look. Uh, you know Bullock's setting the rotation, it's just can can health you know is health going to impact his minutes and what happens with kev if kev comes starts to come back to the pack and he's not making his shots i think frank will still get his opportunity i don't think you know it's he's he's not just going to get thrown out there because the difference with you know frank and and rivers and kev is that you know rivers and kev they, they're going to take the shots when they're there yeah you know what i mean they're going to take the shots when they're there so uh, Bullock as well. So you know, we'll, we'll see if Frank gets his opportunities um, in the future. But I, I think um, you know, was there was there a window for Frank tonight? Probably, you know, in that in that first half, yeah, you know, probably.
5: Yeah, I mean, I definitely think there was again in the first half, and I would question. And if I were you know in the post game with Tibbs, I would ask why he didn't bring him in. It makes me wonder: is he as ready as we think? Um, yeah. Do you not believe in him? Do you not believe in his durability? Do you not believe in his cap? Like I don't understand if a player is available to play and he hasn't played, and you're kind of already using all your options and none of them are clicking. Why wouldn't you bring him in? I mean, you've seen on the tape at least. I mean, Tibbs wasn't there to witness it himself, but you've seen on t- tape what he's capable of doing. So why not bring him in?
4: Yeah, he um, he, he trusts Rivers and Rivers is he's, he's trusting know. Rivers right now. Yeah, he's trusting Rivers. You know what it is with the veterans. He trusts Rivers. He trusts veterans and um. I know. I, I just feel like uh, he Rivers is going to get his, his chance first, just because he's yeah, off season yeah. signing from the new regime.
3: Well, let's take another call. So to everybody in the chat, once again, this is Nick's post game live, number one show for the fans by the fans. Nick's lose one sixteen and one thirteen. Hit that thumbs up button for your squad. CP Ashley Moore, J. Ellison here. We're gonna take a couple more calls. Let's go to Favor from Buffalo. Favor, what's going on, man? Tough loss for those Bills. I don't know if you're a Bills fan, but but go ahead with your Nick point.
7: Hello, CP,
1: LA. Um, I'm actually Buffalo Bills. I'm on
6: New York Giants. Oh, they're starting. I'm all right. Yo, yo, I gotta you gotta call
3: back in because um, because your connection wasn't good, man. Sorry, I can't I can't keep it going. Just do me a favor, hang up and try to call back in. Let's go to um Tiz from Virginia. Tiz, how you doing?
1: Hey, what's good, CP?
3: Good, man. What's what's your points on the game? How you feeling?
1: Listen, man. I was just really feeling like, like I really feel like Knox should have been in that game at the end. Like I'm, I'm feeling like we should have either had like, um, quickly Knox in that game and Burks.
3: Yeah, I mean, well, who are you taking out though? If you're going quick you you taking Rivers out, but who's who's checking Dean?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm feeling Rivers. I like I said, I'm diehard Nick all the way all the way back, right? Yeah. I'm feeling Rivers. He's a good spokesman. He's saying the right thing. You know, I'm not really feeling the mega team thing that's going on in the NBA. So I'm really <laughs> feeling with what Rivers is saying and how he feel about the um about the Knicks. But I I really think that uh Knox could at least give us two three. When we was down by ten, I think Knox could at least gave us two three. And like uh y'all said earlier, Burks was hot. I don't even know why he went away from Burks. I really think like I, I'm I'm feeling Tibbs. I'm feeling the whole Nick thing. You know what I'm saying? It's good to see the Knicks playing some D. They look better than previous teams. But Tibbs is kind of like in his old ways. But I like him, though, so far.
3: Yeah, and appreciate the call, man. I mean, I, I can't really blame him for not playing Kev. Kev was cold all night. Kev never, yeah. Tev, Kev never gave Tibbs a reason to put him in late. You I know agree. what I mean? IQ earned his closing time. Mm. Burks, obviously you need his shot making the rivers thing. We'll, we'll hear, I don't know what Tibbs is saying on the post game, but I think he wanted him out there on Dame to try to slow him down a little matchup thing. Um, and, and then you have Randall and you have Mitch. So I didn't, I didn't really see where uh, Kev was going to close this game. I didn't really see where he deserved it. Kev was off tonight.
4: Yeah. I don't see it either. Yeah. I can't. Yeah. Kev, Kev guarding. Yeah. Kev guarding Dame down the stretch. That's, that just seems like a bad idea. I mean, yeah. Uh I know he's taking strides, but nah, I don't. and plus like you said t p he wasn't even the shot as well, so if you're not gonna give me something on the offensive end, you have to at least give us something on yeah. the defensive end or so um yeah, I guess Rivers was't we my ideal choice, but you know he knows how to play defense on these guys he's been around while,
3: so because they were going with they were going with for most of that fourth they went with Trent dame. And um and who was the other guard they had out there? It was Gary Trent, Damon Simons for a second. Right. And so they had IQ out there on Simons. They had Rivers checking Dame. And then I think they had Burks out there on Gary Trent Jr. So it's R- it's RJ's minutes that, that you're questioning, you know, yeah. what happened. I don't I don't think uh any of the other guys was was really gonna be a factor.
4: Yeah, maybe if you put anybody in there besides, you know, Maybe it would be RJ.
3: Yeah. Yeah, maybe. So to everybody in the chat, once again, hit that thumbs up button for your squad. A um, couple more calls before we get to... It's Sunday, so you know we got to get to the preacher to close it. But we're going to go... Uh, <laughs> let's get some more people in here. Let's go to the Philippines, man. Ignacio, big fan of the show. Let's get Ignacio in here for his thoughts. How you doing, bro?
7: Hey, guys. What's up? How you doing? CPJLS Ellis Ashley.
3: Good, man. Good to hear from you, man. How's everything?
7: Yeah, great to hear. Uh, hey, man, I just first off, I just got to say, you guys deserve all the thumbs up from the chat and more, especially with this West Coast trip. I'm sure it's late over there for you guys.
3: Yeah. Yeah, def- definitely yeah, late. So you know, definitely late, but we're doing what we can, man. But uh, good to hear from you still.
7: Yeah. And uh, just quick point that I got to say, um... Even if it was a loss, a loss, a loss like this last year would have hurt more because, like, halfway through the game, Fizz would have thrown in the towel, and he probably wouldn't have given the young guys the time to develop. So uh, I just got to say, with the young guys showing up, like, with Quickly and with Mitch improving on staying in the game, uh, you got to like what you're seeing.
3: Yeah, yeah, 100% bro. And and that you know, that's what you can take from this game is that 31 points from Emmanuel quickly. You know yeah. what I mean? They lost. They they came back. It was a valiant effort. Um they stepped their defense up when when they needed to. Uh they just ran out of time. You know, the the slow starts once again kills them. But in the end of the day, Quickly was um Quickly put put a stamp on this game. And and that was a great thing to see. And hopefully, it's more more film for Tibbs t- to uh, eventually start him.
4: <laughs> right, I'm and, yo. I'm rewatching this game, CP, only to see if Alfred Payton passed the ball. <laughs> I mean, had I had a clear path to pass the ball to Alec Berkson. I'm I'm rewinding the game just to see that. Yeah, we got (laughs) to
3: see the opportunities, man.
5: (laughs) I think that's a good point, though. I think there are such things as good losses and bad losses. Um, I don't know which one I would quite put this in, which category I would put it in. I guess from the standpoint of, you know, the grit and the fight that you want to see in your team, it's a good loss. Um, But on the other end of the spectrum, it's a bad loss from various standpoints. It's a bad loss from the rotations that were chosen. It was a bad loss from the minutes that were given. It was a bad loss, you know, from the defensive, you know, um, or lack thereof effort in the beginning of the first half. So I don't know exactly what which, which category I would put this game in. Um, I do, like I said, believe there's good losses and bad losses. I don't know if I would necessarily call this a good loss. There were good things in it. Um, but – yeah, this was it was sloppy
3: yeah. when it didn't have to be in many portions of this game. Yeah. I I agree. And um some of the chat mentioned, you know, it's about who closes and you know, people yeah. do say that. It's about who closes rather than who starts. I still maintain though, JL, is that when when you have a lineup that struggles to, to find shooting, right? Even Bullock, who's supposed to be your, your guy sometimes doesn't happen shooter, right you know yeah. rj yes we're encouraged by his shooting prowess as of late but you know not not at the moment where you can count on him consistently right julius admit you know what i'm saying you don't have enough shooting i just think sometimes you know you get off to too slow a starts i don't you know the the, the catch-up game is always going to come back and bite you at some point bro.
4: oh yeah i agree why well, i agree which is why we talked about this before. He has to be able to make those decisions quicker if Alfred Payton doesn't have it. I know, like right now, he's he's resting on the loyals that, you know, Elf Payton can play better defense. But yeah. I'm hoping that as the more and more IQ starts to play and starts to see, you know, how, what players are doing, he'll be able to trust IQ more on yeah. that side of the ball. And that won't even be a reason anymore, you know?
3: Yeah, that, that's yeah. it. Mm-hmm.
4: Go Not ahead,
5: Definitely, But I would also say, you know, just to play devil's advocate, if that moment comes, and we, the fans, see it, and the public sees it, and Tibb still doesn't make the adjustments, when do you start then calling into question him and his abilities and his coaching and his leadership? Because, yes, I do think that there have been some great things that he's done with his team. Um, you can see them in the way that they play and the way that they fight back and the way that they go ahead and move the ball on you know, offense, things like that. But there are some questionable things and things that are definitely going to be problematic yeah as the season progresses so I would like to know I guess my question is Is when do you start calling into question Tibbs himself and his ability to be the leader that this team needs
4: I mean you can always question like like the thing yeah, is
5: I would say fairly let me say fairly because yes you're going to question it you know you can technically question it hypothetically after every single game but would that mm-hmm. be a fair assessment no I'm saying when do you legit like when do you really, really start to question it, especially if IQ develops and his trajectory continues the way that we hope it does and will. Yeah. And he still doesn't start him. That's really, I yeah. guess, for me when I would really start falling into question.
4: You know what it is? Like no no coach is perfect. There's there's gonna be good and bad with every coach. Mm-hmm. And right now with Tibbs you can definitely see the good because he pretty much has Almost the same team as we did last year, but we're performing a lot better. We are like a top defensive team with mostly the same pieces as last year. So, he, obviously, he's a top notch coach, you know, 11 best losing percentage in the league. But I mean, it, it's, just, it's just one of those things we're going to have to take the good. You're going to have to
3: take the good with the bad, bro. Yeah. You're going to have to take the good with the bad. You know, Tibbs has gotten us to this point. Yes, we're eight and 10, but it's still a, a good start. They didn't get their ninth win until the 33rd game of the season last year. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, we're 18 games in, and we're creeping on that door. So, you know, for the same reasons he's gotten us here so far, it's, I like I said in the last show, I don't see this thing with quickly changing um, anytime soon. As long as the Knicks are still competing um, for whether it's for ten or for eight, whether they're still in the mix, I, I don't see it changing. I, I don't, I don't see it changing. But we'll see. Oh. I think quick, quickly, as as long as quickly, you know continues to put up nights like this. Maybe he forces Tibbs' hand.
4: Yeah, I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful it'll change by you know, second half of the season or so. Quickly yeah. gets more comfortable. It gets better with the schemes and things. I, I'm still hopeful. And, yeah. and, and Especially if he's able to like learn how to run the offense even better than he has. Mm-hmm. I, I'm hopeful. 31 points, you can't ignore that. Can't <laughs> ignore it. Can't ignore I it.
5: I really expect, though. If I had to put like a time stamp on it, I would say, you know, if around the trade deadline after the trade deadline maybe slightly before that march window late march mid march window mm-hmm. if you don't see IQ in that starting lineup that would be a concern for me personally
2: mm-hmm.
5: that would that's my deadline okay. I have my internal deadline. That's I, I
3: hope so. I think i had said that on, on one of the, uh, those season preview shows I did. I think I did say about a trade deadline. So hopefully I'm, I'm hoping like you guys are for sure, man, because um, this kid is just an instant difference maker with this lineup. He, he's just an instant difference maker with his lineup, whether it's, you know, running the offense himself, or just the shooting again, the shooting it, we're in such a desperate need of shooting. Um, that, you know, you, you even need him in off ball situations. And I just, I want to see him and RJ out there running in that backcourt uh, mm-hmm. more often at, with Julius and, and his, you know, enhanced playmaking capabilities. Wasn't out there tonight as I, I thought he just took himself out the game. But um, the way he's trending this year, I, I would like to see quickly just out there with the starters more, as you said, Jails.
4: Yeah, absolutely, man. I feel like you said this before, man. I think the cleaner, the looks he'll get should be so much cleaner. With Julius Randle in the lineup, especially a lot of times, you know, these, these guys, they end up doubling Julius and Alfred Payton is sitting there waiting in the corner
3: mm-hmm.
4: and, you know, and sw- swap <laughs> Alfred Payton out for IQ. <laughs> and your hopes quickly dash
3: when it gets to Payton. You're like, oh man, here we exactly. go. Exactly. Here we go, man. All right.
4: And, take- yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, and, you know, just one real quick yeah. point. Just and quickly gives people the ball when they're hot. I'll just say that. Yeah. Yeah. That,
5: <laughs> yeah he's Not afraid to dish it out, also. So, yep. I mean,
3: Quickly gets us going, man Um, All right, two more calls Let's go to LB from the Bronx LB, how you feeling tonight? Hello? Yo, yo, what's going on, bro? How you feeling?
6: Yeah, I'm with Ashley tonight, man Like, we gotta gotta, um, hold Tibbs accountable It's like, first of all Lillard was cooking You could've put Jesus Christ on him He was gonna (laughs) cook Jesus Christ tonight So, like, let quickly play Like, it's clear That kid needs to play Yeah he just gives us a different energy. You just see that offense looks the offense just looks better when he's out there. And another thing is is um you you put him and Burks in the starting lineup. That's two people that can shoot. And the percentage the chances of them both being off at the same time is probably low. You got Burks by himself the only real shooter with um Peyton out there. It's like we, we setting ourselves up for disaster. Oh, time quickly coming the game you're down 30. Like,
3: <laughs> this is ridiculous fact. that's a fact bro that that's a fact you put yourself know. behind the eight ball man you, yeah, you're yeah, putting yeah. you putting yourself behind the eight ball that's exactly right that's how I feel man i understand it's who closes is very important yeah but when you're a team that's um you know doesn't have too much talent and and the defense is what's carrying you your few offensive pieces that can get you going i think it makes a difference and that's why I like Burks in the starting lineup and quickly in the starting lineup, I think it just makes a, a difference, you know. Yeah, so, it definitely does. Facts. It definitely does, man. I, and I,
4: you know what? I, I will say I like that. it Looks like Old Burke is back. I'm liking that, right?
3: Yeah, now. Old Burke's is back, man. Old Burke's like is back. 18 back. points, six of nine from the field, five of three, five of eight. Sorry, five of three, five of eight from downtown for Burke's JL. So let's get it going. Let's get it yeah, going. Man. All right, last call tonight. We got to hear from the closer, the preacher. Jay Boogie from North Carolina. Jay Boogie, what's going on, man? How you feeling tonight, bro? You got
4: to switch over from speaker? Good morning yeah. to everybody, man. Hope everybody's doing guidelines. good, healthy, and safe, man.
8: JL, first, let me direct this to you, JL. Don't mm-hmm. go looking at that footage to see if anybody was checking Burks. Because that's Burke's fault. When you on fire you on hot, you got the right to wave somebody off and tell them, yo, go ahead, I got it. And the person that you waving off, he's supposed to respect that, like, yeah, that's my man. He high. I don't need to go up court knowing I'm on fire and don't touch the ball and go back on deep knowing I should have got a possession. You know what I'm saying? So he should have never gave that ball up. Just, nah, just that's not what happened. that for you right there. I'm nah, going to talk Julius happened. real quick. Oh, Julius, leave the ref Aries alone. Yeah, yeah. It's a such thing as earning a call and deserving you did not deserve for that call to be turned around in the eyes of the referees probably because you're always dipping and jabbing at the referees <laughs> all game alone. If you play your game, keep doing what you're doing and leave the referees alone, you're going to earn everything you deserve because you play hard. But leave the referees alone. All y'all talking about closing is about closing the game. I told y'all before. It's about opening and closing. It's 48 minutes to a game. You must win 24 minutes. You must open the first. You must close the second for the half. You must open the third. You must close the fourth. Not too many teams win games in the second and third quarter in the middle part of both halves unless it's a complete blowout early. So, yes, you need to put the proper people on the court to open the game up. Tibbs is not adjusting to the game. Quickly came on and gave us a big jump. When we was halfway dead in the water, they adjusted and put Jones on him. Long arm, long arm guy, athletic and age. they adjusted. He didn't make no adjustment. R.J. should have came back in that game, but the proper adjustment where he should have made. Cool, leave Rivers in there because he know how to, you know, swing the ball, and he probably played better on ball defense on Dane. The Dane wasn't much as a factor in the second half Mm -hmm. as he was in the first half. But the proper adjustment he should have did, I would have took Mitch out that game, and I would have put R.J. in that game, and I would have had Rivers burst, R.J., and um, 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 Yeah, Rivers burst quickly, R.J., and um, Randall Jeez, in yeah, that game yeah, because yeah. um um the other the the boy that used to play for us over there for Portland Canada. he can't check Randall all the way out there up top. He can only check him coming in the paint. So if you give Randall a chance to boogie on him up high, he can't stop him. You know what I'm saying? So that's, that's the true. adjustment that I would have made. I'd have played small ball. So therefore, we gotta have some talking inside, coaching, or on the plane, on the plane, or when we get some practices. <laughs> R.J. gonna have to learn how to play the four a little bit, and Randall gonna have to learn how to play the five a little bit. So we can go small ball because they were small ball a lot, yeah. and we was really outmatched. With Mitch, with Mitchell and Randall out there on that court at the same time. But if you want to be coach of the year, put that rookie of the year boy in that game. That boy got potential to be rookie of the year, man. Put that boy in the game. Stop leaving him on the bench, man. You know what I'm saying? And on and, and, um, all that talk about putting uh, Frank in the game and all that, nah, Frank don't deserve to go in that game because your body language tell you what you're going to do, how you're going to play tonight, and how you look on the layup line. When you're standing on that sideline and you still got your hands in your pockets, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, Like, you ain't even caring about the game. You ain't caring. You ain't rooting. You ain't hollering at nobody. You ain't doing nothing. You just there. You know what I'm saying? You're not into the game. You're just watching. So how you get in the game is how you participate on the bench. That's what's going to make the coach like, okay, he might be ready. Let me put him in and see what he is. But he look down there and see you with your hands in your pocket and you ain't looking like you want to get in the game, you don't care about what's going on, nah, let him stay there at the back of the bus, man. (laughs) Sit down there in the back, right complete. Knowing that quickly is outplaying him today. To pat him up when he come in, good shot, good rah rah rah. He ain't doing none of that. You just standing there being mad and upset because the man is about to take your position. It's okay though, man. It's time to move on. I don't even understand why you got a no trade clause, man. That's a bad move by Rose giving him a no trade clause. Come on, what did he do to deserve a no trade clause? You know what I'm saying? But it's okay. We got to come back and fight Tuesday night. Against right. Utah, I'm mad about the Sacramento, the Sacramento yeah. But I've been up watching the chat all games, all along. But I just think you know what I'm saying. I've been saying nothing. But yo, <laughs> Tim's got to make the proper judgment. Randall got to leave the referees alone and. Put quickly in that game. That man is rookie of the year, man. 31, man. I don't want to hear nothing about Dane. Dane had 39. Yeah, Hulu just don't have live sports. It's a lifestyle. Yeah, quickly just don't have live <laughs> sports. It's his lifestyle. He really matched what he had. He had 39. Oh man, he had 31, man. Right Peace and love, man. Yo, i talk to y'all later on in the week, man. Y'all have a blessed week, man. So, y'all
3: in the chat
8: for Jay. G- Boogies and on sermon.
5: The holiest of days, the good preacher said. The
3: holiest of days, yeah. amen. Let's go. He's right though, JL. That that could have been um that could have been the proper adjustment to make. Maybe a little small ball, yeah.
4: yeah. I'm waiting on the out there in the me. perimeter, and, and in the pick and roll, forcing to come out. Yeah,
3: yeah, and in the pick and roll, I didn't feel like they they tried to really take advantage of Kanter's, uh lack of foot speed, and cause we know it. We know it well. That's-
4: yeah, I'm. I'm pretty sure. Like it was, it was a, double, a double whammy, man. The zone was to protect Cantor, mm-hmm. and the Knicks already had problems shooting. So it's like, why not go zone? That's the perfect team to go zone with. You know, mm-hmm.
6: it's
4: yeah, two for two
3: for one. Absolutely, and that, and as he said, you know, Julius really um, talked himself out of the game. You could see it the whole game. He was he was flustered, but um, yeah, tough one, tough one. Knicks fall to eight and ten. On the campaign, we'll see if they bounce back. They go up against a red-hot Utah Jazz team that's going to be waiting to catch revenge after the Austin Rivers game. So, let's see how the Knicks bounce back Tuesday night in Utah. So to everybody in the chat, once again, so to everybody who tuned in, man, three games in a row, a lot of people, uh, been checking in on the West Coast Swing, man, a lot of the regulars checking in on West Coast Watch Long for three games now, so definitely appreciate everybody who's been tuning in, everyone from all around the world, wherever you guys are checking in from, so to the man once again, Chuck D was with us for the whole game, man, so appreciate you, Chuck, for always, uh, supporting us once again, mm-hmm. And uh yeah, man, let me just get my outro music for you here, J. Elson, and then we could uh You gotta shout
5: out your forty nine ninety nine
3: super chat. Oh, we got a super chat? Oh yeah, yeah. We're gonna we're gonna get to the super chats. We're gonna close with the super chats, matter of fact. We'll close with the super chats once we um go ahead and, and sign out. So JL, go ahead and uh and, and close it, bro.
4: All right, man. Definitely check out the Katam show on youtube.com slash the time show. Me, Ryan. Hebrew, son of my guy, Edson, has been coming back. to so shout out to you guys, part of, Nick of Time Show. Definitely shout out um, the, the bloggers, the writers on NakedTimeShow.com. Shout out to uh, to Rob, Mikey, Ken, everybody who completely contributes to the blog as well. Also follow us on all social medias. That is The KOT Show on Twitter and The Naked Time Show on Instagram. And also follow us on Facebook and get some merch while you're at it at the TheNakedTimeShow.com. That is all that's ucp sure yes,
3: actually go ahead and sign out so the ball from san diego go ahead Ash.
5: what's up everybody as usual you can follow me on instagram and on twitter at ash nicole moss make sure you guys subscribe to my youtube channel online with ash and nicole um the secret project that cp and i are working on is coming together ready. it's coming together and we're really excited to share that with you so make sure you guys keep a look out for that and yeah, that's
3: all I got for you. I don't know what hairstyle I'm going to come
5: with on Tuesday. So i send you that Mason catalog. is coming. I'm not going to go it's bald. A fade. It's a fade. It's fade,
3: man. Katy Perry got one of them joints, man. I
5: am not Katy Perry.
3: That's all I have (laughs) Salute to everybody in the chat once again Everybody for coming through Stopping through for the uh, West Coast Watch Long Knicks lose a tough one man 116 and 113 Uh, Keep the comments going though Let us know what you thought about this game Leave us with your post game reactions uh, After we go off the air Remember this show is also available in audio podcast format Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play Amazon Alexa and Stitcher we will be back. I don't know what happened to my post-game outro, but I'm sorry. Right. We will be back Tuesday, Knicks versus Jazz. And, uh, yeah, man, hopefully the Knicks can, can break this little two-game losing skid. I want to salute my guy above the rim, $50 Super Chat. He says, Tibbs will pull Peyton after this road trip. He is forcing players to create uh, great habits. Tibbs cannot be blind and stubborn, and the other coaches... Has to be in his ear constantly. Better problems to have than what we did last year with Fizzly Bear.
7: Not, <laughs> he called, Fizzly. not Fizzly Bear. <laughs> not, Fizzly
3: Bear. Uh, not Fizzly Bear, but yeah, Fizzly
4: Bear. Appreciate uh, it.
5: Surge, is
4: hot in Florida, I saw somebody <laughs> say get the locks. Get the locks going. It's not, it's not
5: that hot, Surge. for me to shake <laughs> up all my hair. So next, next caller. <laughs> uh,
3: Surge, I appreciate you, Surge. Um the rhyme animal chuck d says i think if frank thinks he can be marcus smart dude with us instead of the point guard dreams there's a future by the way what position is marcus marcus is more what would you say marcus smart is more like a hybrid yeah kind (laughs) of like a hybrid kind of like a hybrid so yeah frank finds his role you know, but I think with Frank, it's got to be hitting those shots, man. The Defense is going to come to play, but he has got to let it fly and stop being scared. You know, he's got to yeah, take
4: advantage. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Like when he when he was when he left before he got injured, he was hitting the shots. Yeah. We just need to see if you can get it, do it when he gets back.
3: Facts, <laughs> facts, facts. Um, Big Surge says, uh, shadow take a from Big Hurt Surge says, "We hung tough against a perennial playoff team with a super duper star. Don't lose sight of that progress. One more score and we can hang with these cats." Chris Childs Gold Tooth, great name. He says, This is the worst ref game in a minute. The ejection notwithstanding, brutal. Portland got some janky support staff, too. Michael Rappaport, sucks. I like this <laughs> guy, man. This guy came in, the, he's had some good chats, some good super chats. I like this guy, man. B Suede says, Quickly already has a higher career high than RJ. Give that man his starting job. Other channel name says, Ashley making too much sense. Tibbs, too stubborn. Tiger Style says Tibbs probably knows the moment he puts Peyton to the bench, he'll start pouting. What other possible explanation can there be for quickly not to start? Peyton's only here in a one-year deal. They don't owe him anything. If he pouts, you send him packing. You know what I mean? That, it doesn't change. doesn't hurt the team. I just think Tibbs is stubborn in his way. IQ to come along slowly and give him more responsibility earns it. And tonight, he, he certainly did. So hopefully, he, uh, he, he comes back with another strong one against Utah. Oh. Wait, what happened?
5: <laughs> you left. Matrix.
3: I left the I left the Matrix again. Alright, so a couple couple more super chats to wrap up. I think we back in. We should be back in.
4: Yeah, we're back in. Yeah. I can hear you. All right,
5: Do go. we win the Utah game, CP? Do yeah, we
4: tell us? <laughs> JL, you you
3: you're the one with the, the connection to the Oracle, man. I'm gonna but say But I didn't yes. glitch
4: this time. I was here. I'm gonna
0: say
3: surprised. yes. I'm gonna say <laughs> Nick's one oh five. Utah one I think the Knicks oh, come back. Oh, was going to exact
4: yeah. score. Okay. Yeah.
3: I'm going Knicks one oh five, on 5 Knicks one-on-one in Utah. We will see you guys Tuesday night, Knicks versus Utah once again. Thanks for everybody for coming through. We had it.
2: Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network.